You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dom- Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. What these young bloods have to understand, that this game has always been, and will always be, about buckets. Just attack the basket. What's good, my people? Welcome into Buckets, Action Network's daily NBA betting podcast. We're in the workshop Thursday, NBA slate, the fresh slate off of the NBA All-Star Weekend. If it's Thursday, you know it's the same crew. J-Money is money out in the log cabin out there in the Denver countryside, chilling out, and AC Albert Wynn just welcomed another child. But he's here to give you a play. We are presented by... Bet MGM, the king of sportsbooks. Go download the Action Network app. Baseball's on the way. Spring training starts this week. Tons of stuff here for the NBA coming out for the second half of the year. Playoffs are right around the corner. We'll have tons of stuff for you there. Go download the Action Network app. All right. We give the play. We give the cap. We get you guys out of here. J Money is money. What are you looking at on the first Thursday of the second half of the year in the NBA? Yeah, I like the Warriors in the third quarter, minus one and a half. AC, Albert Wynn, the analytics capper. What are you looking at for Thursday? I'm going north of the border. Give me the Toronto Raptors, minus two. I'm going to go Mavs, Suns, under 244 is what I'm seeing in the market right now. All right, J Money is money. I'm coming right back to you. Going to Old Faithful from many years ago. The Warriors <laughs> in the third frame. A lot of people are saying they've turned the corner. They closed the first half coming into the break very strong. Steph Curry has been playing absolutely lights out. Tell me why you like this third quarter spot here for the Warriors. Yeah, I like the Warriors to keep it going, man. This team has been, they look even red hot. Now, I know this is right out of the break. Some of these teams that were hot could probably cool off after being off for a week. But both of these teams were hot coming in. So somebody has to cool off here. I do think this is a Warriors type of game. Obviously, the first half, anything can happen. These guys could possibly come out rusty as hell. So you never know. But this is a huge game for the Warriors. If they want to make the playoffs, if they want to like start moving up the standings in the Western Conference, they're two and a half games behind the Lakers. So this is a 
huge game for them. And like I say, the first half, in my opinion, is a crapshoot. But I definitely expect the Warriors at home coming off the break in this third quarter after halftime, make whatever adjustments they need to and come out here firing in the third quarter, just like they usually do. So I like the matchup for them. And specifically, I think that this is a spot where they come out. They could possibly be even down in the first half. But I think the third quarter spot is the spot here. I think it's golden. Let's put it like that, man. So I like the Warriors in the third quarter here. AC, any thoughts on the third quarter? First game after the break, Lakers, another team that played really well coming in to the All-Star game. Now they're going head up. What do you think about this spot for Jay Money in the third quarter? My guy Jay with the play on words. I love it. No, this is this is a Golden State Warriors spot, man. I know it's just February in the NBA, but this is the closest to a must-win you can have. They've already played earlier this year in San Francisco, and uh, the Lakers won in overtime, 145-144 basically a coin flip ending. The Lakers head-to-head have dominated this matchup. They've won eight out of the last 10 head-to-head against the Warriors. So everything points to, you know, this is a bounce-back spot, a revenge spot, a must-win spot. There's no LeBron James for tomorrow night, so you would expect the Warriors to take care of business. And both teams, like like Sean mentioned, heading into the All-Star break, they were playing really well. Warriors, obviously, we all know they won eight out of the last 10 I think the Lakers won six out of their last seven as well, but now they're on the road and they're without LeBron James. So if this gets away from them early, I do think it's going to be a spot where they might start resting some guys in the second half. So I like that spot for Jay. And everybody knows if the Warriors are hitting threes, that third quarter spot is pretty strong. Seven straight third quarter covers for the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, they've been cooking in the third quarter as of late, right for the whole season. Both squads right around that 500 number in the third quarter against the spread. The Golden State Warriors are 27-26, and the Lakers are 28-28-1. I think the key here is how the Lakers respond to not having LeBron James still dealing with the ankle, skipped all the all-star festivities, pulled up for the game for about 20 minutes, and then go ahead and got up out of there as soon as he could (laughs) after that game was over. So this is all about how the Lakers are going to respond to not having the big dog LeBron. And I'm really interested to see if Golden State has actually turned the corner and if they are going to start stringing these games together because Curry looks like he's taken it up a notch the last two weeks. So I'm excited to see if they keep rolling. The third quarter coming out of the break is such a specific spot. I'm interested to see how it shakes. It's not something personally that I could look at, but Jay Money, that's the man that goes into the murky waters and pulls out dollars out of Gator's mouth, out of the woods in Denver. That's what he does. So let's cash the third quarter on the Warriors. All right, AC and Lillys Capper, you said it, going north of the border. We're talking about the Toronto Raptors here laying a few. Why do you like the Raps in this spot coming out of the break? Yeah, I think both of these teams have been disappointing seasons, right? It's basically a lost season for both of them. The Nets are only 21 and 33. They're not going to make the playoffs. Raptors, even worse, 19 and 36, not going to make the playoffs. But the Nets here have dominated this head-to-head matchup. They've won five straight head-to-head, and I think they've covered eight out of the last 10 against this team. And the Raptors are, are laying points. So I think it's a, it's a big spot here. I think the books expect Brooklyn having to go on the road after a long layoff like that. They don't expect Brooklyn to be prepared and ready to play against the Raptors. And we all know Toronto has a completely different team now. So if quickly and 
RJ Barron, those guys are healthy and they're motivated. We saw how good Scotty Barnes was in the All-Star game. I think this is kind of like a building block for the next year. I think the Raptors got to start playing for real now in the second half of the season. And I just like the spot. Like I said, Brooklyn's dominated this matchup, but our dogs on the road. So I like the Raptors not only to win, but to cover the two points. Jay Money, any thoughts on the Raps versus the Brooklyn Nets land a couple? Yeah, this is a tough game for me, uh, to be perfectly honest with you. I, I can't say, man, I, like AC makes some great points there for the Raptors. So I'm probably going to stay off this game, but like initially just me looking at the card, I lean towards the Nets here. The season isn't over for them. And I think they know that that's why they fired Vaughn over the all-star break. That way, whoever's coach, the interim coach, you can have like a fresh start right out of the break. This team has been practicing the last couple of days. It's kind of like when your, your manager or something gets fired. Now everybody's happy and happy to come to work. I feel like the this first game, or at least maybe here going forward for a few games, might actually be a buy-on team. They're not out of the play-in tournament yet. We've seen a 10 seed come back. I believe one of those 10 seeds had a chance to win in the in-season tournament. So if they could sneak their way into the in-season tournament, you never know what happens with the Nets. I don't think the season's over yet for them. I actually lean towards the Nets here, plus two and a half. AC, any thoughts on Vaughn? You know, he's not the coach. They fired him. This is the first game without him. Any type of bump there? Anything you're worried about with the Nets on that side of the speculative narrative side? No, those are great points that Jay mentioned. And as a narrative, I don't just use narrative when I'm betting, but I do like to back negative news. So if you consider changing their coach right at the all-star break, negative news, news that is against that team, I actually like to back those type of situations. So I agree there with, with Jay. I just don't know if this team, from an individual standpoint, like these guys are ready to really make a serious playoff run. I think like Mikel Bridges is always looking to get traded, you know, all these other guys. And I think Raptors, although they've been like an underperforming team all season long, I think they have pieces there that are trying to prove that they belong there in Toronto and want to be starters moving forward. So I like Toronto's outlook more as a team in the second half than Brooklyn personally. Yeah, Nets' last five have been pretty tough. They played Boston twice. They played the Spurs, which they got the W. But then they played Cleveland, and they played Dallas, and they struggled in a lot of those games. I'll say this. As a guy covering the Knicks out of MSG and being around that, I don't know how I feel about him hanging out with Brunson and Josh Hart and doing the <laughs> podcast, and they're talking about Knicks versus Nets, and how does it feel when we come take over your building And Mikel Bridges is kind of just in the pod like, yeah, man, that is pretty cool that Knicks fans show up all the time. And, you know, and I, we don't got no home court advantage and da, 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 da. It does seem like Mikel is in a really tough spot where he's trying to play hard for a team that has absolutely nothing going for him. They just fired the coach. They're trying to figure out a lot of things. The great Sean Marks gets another opportunity to pick a coach. So we'll see how that shakes. But this is the tough, one of the tougher games on the board for me as well, Jay Money. Let's hope Toronto comes in and takes care of business. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. This podcast is proudly presented by BetMGM. Use bonus code ACTION when signing up to get up to $158 in bonus bets when you bet $5. For new users in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. I'm going to go to one of the funner matchups, more competitive matchups, I believe, on the board here. And I'm going to go Dallas Mavericks, Phoenix Suns, under 244. So I'm really, really, really bullish on the Mavericks post-All-Star break here. There's another team, including the Suns. Suns, Lakers, Warriors, Mavs, all closed before the break. Extremely strong. Let's focus on the Mavs here. I love the P.J. Washington and Daniel Gafford edition. I think they plug and improve on a lot of the negative things that Dallas had going for them, especially on the defensive side of the rock. Derek Lively is back on the floor. Kyrie Irving is back on the floor. Love that. Josh Green is back on the floor. I love that. And I love how both teams are playing defense. Top 10 defensive rating the last 10 going into the break. Let's talk about the injury report for Dallas. Luka probable. Derek Lively probable. Brad Beal still questionable here. With the hamstring. So last time these two teams played, the Suns got a big W, 132-109. Book went crazy. This was before the trade. I believe this to be the most competitive matchup on the board. And both teams have been playing quite a bit of defense. Now, they've also been tops towards the league the last 10 games in pace. And I, I think that is interesting. But I think in this matchup in particularly, this game is going to slow down quite a bit just because of the matchup overall. So I'm looking at the under 244 in this game. I think it's going to be defense first coming out of the all-star break. They're going to be playing competitive lockdown type defense on that side. They're going to be rotating. And I love Derek Lively and Gafford being on the floor together. The Dallas Mavericks are extremely deep. And as long as Luka doesn't score 40 and Kyrie doesn't score 40, I believe with Brad Beal being out, keeps this under the total of 244. Jay Money is money. Any thoughts? I know you're not a total guy, but you could talk me through the matchup and how you feel about Dallas and Phoenix overall and how you see this game flowing, if anything. Yeah, this is going to be a great game, man. I love to watch these type of games just to learn about the two teams. From a betting perspective, I could see it going either way as far as who's going to win. So I usually stay off these type of games 50-50, what I kind of feel like is going to be. If the Suns won, I wouldn't be surprised. If the Mavs won, I wouldn't be surprised. Looks like Bill is still questionable, so he's not out for sure. So he could possibly play here, but this could be a playoff-style type of game. They've played two times already so far this year. The Mavs have won the first one. Suns won the second one when Booker put up 46 on their head in that game. But uh, both of those games end up staying under a total. So let's see if there could be three straight unders in the total in the series so far this year. But I can't talk you off there, Sean. AC, the Suns are 11-15 and to the under on the road. And the Dallas Mavericks at home are just over 500 at 14-16 and to the under. So both teams to the under. As Jay just laid out, both of those other games went under 
I really feel good about this if Bradley Beal doesn't go. Keep an eye on that. How do you feel about this spot for under 244 and the game flow? You know, Jay mentioned it. I was at that January 24th game when Booker put up 46. He outscored the Mavericks by himself in the third quarter. It's wide open jump shots, like wide open. But I'll say this. It's a completely different Dallas Mavericks team defensively when you have Lively and Gafford versus Dwight Powell. I know I've been bashing Dwight Powell for like four years, but it's just a completely different, not even like contesting shots, but dominating the defensive glass, things like that. So as a side is concerned when it comes to the total, I agree with you. I think Dallas now with the size, athleticism, PJ Washington can defend a little bit as well. I think they're going to be able to get it defensively to try to hold Phoenix. I think the winner of the game is going to come down to who's going to make free throws in the end. We all know Luka kind of struggles when it comes to free throws, especially in the fourth quarter, whether it's fatigue, nerves, whatever the case may be, but he needs to make free throws. This series is really interesting. The last four road teams have won, have gone into the other team's home building and won straight up. So we'll see if Dallas can take care of the home court tomorrow night. But I agree with you, Sean. I like the under here. Any type of big games, I lean the under first before I start looking at anything else. Yeah, and if you remember that same game where Booker went crazy in the third, Dallas actually came out in the first part of the game and were going crazy. Dallas was mm-hmm. busting their head in the first part of the game, and then it completely flipped when D. Booker went crazy in the third quarter. So I expect a very high, competitive, intense game, and that leans to the defense in a primetime spot. I like the under here at 244. There's a bunch of games on the slate for everybody to go look at some other stuff. If we do have some leans, you know where to find us on Twitter at jmoneyismoney, at AC, the analytics capper. I am at Chicago Flow. We'll be there. We'll be in the Action Network app. To recap, AC, the analyst cappers on the Raptors, minus two. J Money is Money is on the Warriors, third quarter. Number still pending. Call it right around minus one and a half. And I'm on the Mavs, Suns, under 244. We are presented by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Enjoy the NBA. It is back. Don't take it for granted. Until next time, let's get buckets, baby. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.